Are you ready to be motivated? motivated? Are you ready to receive some advice on how to live life at the next level? Next level. Well, you are in the right place. For the next few moments, Dr. Sims, America's number one personal development expert, will give tips on how to live a motivated life. He will be interviewing successful people who have tipped the scale of life in their favor. Get your notebooks, get your pens, open your ears, and listen to America's number one personal development expert, Dr. Walter Sims. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Y'all come on in here. We don't have but a few moments uh, with our special guest today. We're not going to uh, spend a lot of time with our introductory thoughts because we already had Bible study this morning. And so we're going to jump right into the interview with my good friend, my new friend, the Conscious Lee. That's what they call him on TikTok and Instagram. And he's co-host of the Chop Up, the Chop Up show uh, with a couple of his colleagues, man. And just this young man is doing some big things. And we're so proud of him. So great to have him with us today. Let me bring him on in. He's sitting down with Doc for a few moments. What is up, the Conscious Lee, man? Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon, man. What's going on? Man, listen, man. Listen, the only way I could be better if I was a Lee. <laughs> hey, hey, we out here. We out here. Whatever we got to do to feel blessed and highly favored. Man. That man, that's what I'm talking about. Well, listen, man, take a couple of moments and introduce yourself uh, to those that may not know you, man. I just, again, I met you on TikTok, and I'm just, man, I'm loving TikTok because it's just bringing me into the presence of some great people, man. So introduce yourself real quick. Yeah, man, well, I'm George Lee, aka Conscious Lee. Don't forget the Lee. Um, my GeorgeLeeSpeaks.com, where you can find. All my services I provide as far as education consultant. Um, I'm currently the coordinator of debate at the University of Oklahoma. That's as well awesome. as a professor at the University of Oklahoma. Um, this year, I picked up a, 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 a something I'm trying, uh, something that I'm having. I it's been it's been very humbling experience. I'm Amen. a tenth grade English teacher at a alternative school in Oklahoma wow. City. And uh, when I'm not doing teaching in the classroom with this University of the High School, I'm on social media doing debate. Uh, debating different people, debunking different things, uh, trying to do what I call edutainment. That you feel me? When it comes to different things about race, class, gender, ability, sexuality, and I do all of that through a black lens. That a that's good. Black lens, I might add. That's pretty good, man. So you you are a young man. How did you get all of this packed in a thirty year old body, man? I'm I'm very impressed with you, and and I just wanna I wanna be known as your big brother. If you ever need anything, I want you to be able to reach out and say, Doctor Sims, let me let me holler at you. But how did you pack all of this in in a thirty year old body? Man, I'm I'm born and raised from Bryan, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my fellow Texans, all my fellow Southerners. All right. I think that you know f from the experiences of you know both of my parents. You know what I'm saying? Uh, being convicted felons and, you know, one of them kind of experiencing one side of the drug game, the other experiencing the other side of the drug game, me being able to grow up and see that, you know That's what I'm saying, awesome. from a very insightful perspective. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And also being able to deal with the stress and trauma as being a child and up up with those experiences. I feel like when I got into college, I walked on to the uh, University of Oklahoma debate team. Oh, wow. When I got on to the debate team. It, it, it allowed for me to be able to say what I mean and mean what I say and articulate myself in ways that I hadn't, uh, hadn't really hadn't had the ability to do. You feel me? But but before I got into college, though, I was able to to like do some, uh, some nice things at the high school I went to. But I feel like I'm 30 years old now, so it's like what the hell I'm talking about. What I did man, in high that's school. awesome, man. But, you know, I think I uh, 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 I think that through me debating, I fell in love with education and fell in love with research and fell right, in love right. with kind of having thought-provoking conversations and dialogue, and that's why I found my way onto TikTok, of being able to 
take big complex ideas yeah. and try to smush it in in sixty seconds. Man, it's it's man, it's it, it's an art. It's an art to that man, and you do it you do it quite well. So that being said, that being said, the state of a uh, of black affairs in America kind of TikTok that because we don't have much time, and I'm gonna bring you back. So so. Talk to Black America. What do you think, um, Brother Lee? What do you think our biggest issue is as as a community of people? Um, I, I think I think our biggest issue as a community of a people is that we're at a disarray about what the issue is or about what the issues are. That's a good I point. That, yeah, I, I think that we can account for the multiplicity of the Black community. How everybody come from a different social economic background. May they be upper class, middle class, lower class. May they have a trade. May they have a PhD or just a master's degree. Or you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like because there's such a disarray and disorientation about what how how what the issues are in our community. There's a hard way to have a methodology and a strategy to deal with those issues because there's not a stasis or there's not a consensus. I, I would say you feel me on what I the like, issues really is. I like that because me personally, yeah, I would say independence. Political I like economic independence. You know what? Because see, I, I I see why you would say that because in the black community, we are so different on the gradient scale of success, let's say. And so while somebody's on the upper end, they don't think there's nothing wrong because they find themselves on on the Republican side of the house. Then you got a brother Pookie or Shanene that they just they just trying to make it every day. So they're impacted by a lot more things than than others, and so I I, re, I like that I like that perspective. So that being said, since there's such a we can't really pinpoint what our issue really is or are, what would you what would you do if you were president for a day? How would you attack the issues that impact our 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 society? I think that I would tailor specific policies to deal with the realities that is going on in the black community. So I would start with, from a political aspect, what does it mean to redistrict a lot of the black communities that way when uh, midterm elections rolled around okay. or, you know, a federal election rolled around, we were able to have a fair share in terms of making it where, okay, this community right here, they, they constituents voted this way. We don't need to have this community split up amongst all the little white suburbs, right. you know what I'm saying, across the thing. They need to be right. making it where this where communities are no longer disenfranchised. So there has to be some community, some type of policy that deals with gerrymandering, deals with right. uh, 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 all the redistributing, all of the uh, 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 voter suppression, and uh, dealing with the, you know what I'm saying, I feel like things of that nature, you know what I'm saying. Then me right. also have to deal with some type of economic policy that's able to kind of get at how the housing industry, how the, right. you know what I'm saying, the, uh, the business, uh, 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 how the uh, banking industry, all these industries have been able to marginalize black people and or not be accessible to black people and or be complicit in a white supremacist history where it literally demonizes and, de and, de and delegitimizes how we're able to buy homes, sell homes, get bank that's loans, good. things like that. And then also I feel like education. My, my motto is education and elevation. I love so that. I love that. Some type of specific thing to the curriculum that allow for black people to understand themselves, you feel me, politically, socially, economically, knowledge of self, self-love, self-care, self-awareness that has to be uh, like in the curriculum, structure in the curriculum. That Not is good. That Not is a, good. Something we do in this only in February, but like, you know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what I, would, I would, I would do that in, in my, the big picture. So how, how did you, let's segue a little bit, because I want to talk about you being a father and a husband and a dad. 
How did you get involved with that fifth grade class that you're teaching at the alternative school? Now, ninth and tenth grade. Ninth and tenth grade. How did you get involved with that? Man, the, uh, the coronavirus had its way of consciously humbling everybody, myself included. Wow. Wow. You know I mean? And, you know, due to, you know what I'm saying, some, 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 uh, due to a temporary situation Amen. that made it where, you know, I had to feed my family. Come on. I took a job that I thought was going to be a summer job. You feel me? But because I didn't have a job at the time, because coronavirus made it where my 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 job, my, my position at the University of Oklahoma that was full time had been had been cut. Okay. So you know what I'm saying? I feel like I had actually turned the job down. Wow. I told him because it's not a summer job, I'm not I'm not interested. Right. And then <laughs> I feel like you know what I'm saying. I feel like I'm not the, I'm not the most spiritual person, but I feel like the the, the, the powers that be sometimes Amen. have this way of being like you you. you we got to have you deal with this. Like, you, you think that you want to do it this way? That's I good. I really want you to go this way. And they actually called me back. I, I told them, like, I'm not interested. Two weeks later, they called me back. They like, called you back. <laughs> That's you good. Really think you fit at this, you know what I'm saying, this position. You really feel because like, it's an alternative school. Okay. You know so most of my students are, like, at juvenile, you know what I'm saying, juvenile or being kicked out of some other right. school in the district. They've been sent to my classroom, you feel me? So right. that's, that's how I ended up there. That's know? good. So what, what has that being in that position with those kids that may or may not love education like you do, what has that taught you? I'm actually writing a book about about it right now, keeping the stack with you, like writing a book. And with, with that book, you know what I'm saying, some, something I'm getting into that book is that though my motto is education is elevation, I'm seeing in a, from a very close proximity how education is also criminalization. I'm from a small wow. country town. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And my small country town was okay. very mixed. So what it meant to how that school was structured, how those classrooms were positioned, it was completely different than what my black and brown students are dealing with in the inner city schools that I have to. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. The fact that my students have to sit through a metal detector to get into my classroom, I, I feel some type of way about that. You feel me? I know that it's like uh, like 88% of the uh, prison population in our country are, are high school dropouts. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. My, my school didn't, you know what I mean? My school didn't graduate that many people last year. Wow. You feel me? This and is so being good, on man. a day-to-day basis of what's going on in this school, I'm not sure how 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 we're prioritizing not only graduation, but literal like survival skills and education. You feel me? Yeah, like, I, what, what that's doing? good. You know that's good, man. That is so good. Yeah, so how 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 are you using the classroom and, and your abilities and your skill set? How are you motivating your students? Meeting them where they at, man. I mean my students where they at. Every all my lesson plans about author's purpose, about onomatopoeias, about you feel me, uh, story plots, argumentative writing, informative writing, oh, that's whatever we're good. going through. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. You feel me? I'm gonna make it black. You know what I'm saying? That's good. So, that's good. That's pretty, pretty much what it's coming down to with that. And then being able to use social media and use technology as a means to to, to entice. The learning experience, I feel like it's been it's been pretty smooth. Like that's really that's good, students. man. I use Instagram for my students. I use YouTube for my students. You <laughs> feel me? I didn't put them on game on how to be able to use their own brand. Taught them how to go on, on the websites to be able to create their wow. own merchandise to sell their own merch. Show them how when we cook or write stories, that or write good. essays in my my class, how they can go get them self published and be able to sell them. You know, selling the website, just being able to try to show them different survival skills they can that, do right now. That, that is good. Wait until they like thirty five or twenty five or twenty one. 
It's like, hey, I know you in dire needs right now with a little pandemic. It's a lot of folks making money around here. There's no reason why we shouldn't be the people that's just sitting wow, around. Wow, like, that's and good. And don't, don't get me wrong, we all getting short in the stick right now. Understand, I understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's ways for us to be able to take portable skills from the classroom. I learned portable skills from debate to be able to do what I do now. That, so, man, that, that, that's awesome. That's, that is awesome, man. Do. That's good. Listen, the last thing, real quickly. So how are you teaching your daughter about what it means to be black in America. How how are you, because you, I, I was listening to the Chop Up show and you had a, a tough conversation with your daughter. You know, she said, I want my hair to look like Elsa. You know what I'm saying? And you broke that thing down so smooth. So how are you and your wife bringing up your daughter in our current situ society? Well, as of right now, we having real conversations about what it means to place our child and having more intimate black experiences. Right now, we live in a more white neighborhood. Yes, sir. Still more white school. Right. You feel me? A babysitter is white. You know what I mean? So I think that it makes it where she's not really having those intimate experiences that make me and my wife had because we grew up in a black space. Right, right. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, thinking about what it means for black folks to experience upper mobility and maybe get away from the hood, but kind right. of how when you have offspring, what that means for them having a sense of identity, a sense of understanding what it means to be black. Wow. So me and my wife having those conversations about maybe moving, maybe, you know what I'm saying, trying to find other things to get her in involved in where she can be around other black people. But I feel like me, I feel like I'm trying to be more conscious about telling her you're black and beautiful. Just tell, like this small, she's only four years old. That's right, that's me? right. But just that's being right. able to tell her like little small points of affirmation and she doesn't speak as well as she could, you know what right. I'm saying? So I feel like it's just just dropping like little small stuff. Just, just a little, little bit, stuff. a little bit at a time. Just a little bit at a time. Like that's really what I'm thinking right now. Just baby, you black and you beautiful. That's so good, man. Listen, so, I, I conversation I, about colorism, but you know, right now she only four. So she just, <laughs> well, say she just a baby for real. She's a baby for real. Four years old. Hey, man, man. Listen, I, I personally. I personally wanted you uh, to be a guest on my show so I can personally tell you how very proud I am of you. And I'm sure you hear that all the time. But man, yeah, you you're doing the dang thing, man. I'm very, very proud of you. You are young, you're a young brother that's that's holding it down. You're a great example. You're there for your family. You're showing up every day. And man, kudos to you, man. So how what's next for you and how can everybody get in touch with the Conscious League? And before, before I get into that, I want to say, Dr. Sims, anytime, anytime it comes from an older black man, it always hit different. You feel me? It Thank always you, hit man. different. So Thank, Thank you, man. Thank you, definitely. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the engagement. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it, definitely. Uh, you can find me at georgeleespeaks.com. I do different uh, professional development workshops as well as diversity and inclusion workshops. Um, I have a master's degree in Human, human relations and a master's degree and I am adult in higher education. When I'm not in the classroom, I'm in, and not on social media, I'm doing different workshops, facilitations. That's awesome. Be um, Consciously, which I see uh, uh, beneath y'all right there, that's my social media name yep. on every single social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you name it, the Consciously, you feel me, type that in, that's where you can find me at. And in closing, the purpose and the motto, the purpose, really, the purpose is to make you where you don't have to take a ACT. You ain't got to take a That's good. SAT. Come on, come on. You ain't even got to, you feel me, put in, you know what I'm saying, the official application. <laughs> you see come my on. video, my face come across the screen. I'm trying to give you an upper division 
college level class that's awesome or lesson about whatever i'm talking about that's, even that's if good. it's comedy i'm gonna try to break it down or try to make it humorous from an educational standpoint that's hopefully thought-provoking yeah and getting you to think about something differently that you think about all the time that's good man look look you just said you just said and admitted you not you know you're not that that spiritual but you be going to church though dog <laughs> <laughs> you be going to church, dog. You said hey, you said, I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm from a southern background. I'm from a southern Methodist background. You know what I'm saying? Background. I'm right. blessed and highly favored. You feel me? I never forget where I come from and what you know. what I'm saying. I'm still figuring some things out. You feel me? Intellectually feel. and things like that. But I, yeah. I'm, I know, I know for a fact what I got going on right now is definitely more than just me. Then, hey, man, listen again. Thank you. Uh, I know you're biz. I know you got a lot going on, but thank you. And like I said, we'll be back in touch because I want to bring you back. Uh, because what this is what I want you to chew on before I bring you back. Um, I really want you to help us understand this whole political thing. You know what I'm saying? The left, the right, the liberal, the conservative, uh, what Biden got ahead of him, what does President Biden have in front of him, what was why Trump has really sank his fangs into the GOP and why everybody on that side of the aisle is gravitating toward him. So I want you to help us understand this whole thing about politics because that's not my strong suit. And I really picked it up when President Obama became president. So I'm a little ashamed of that, but I, I watch it a lot more now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, that's a, that was to me, that was a silver lining of Donald Trump's presidency, man. A lot of people that wasn't really politically oriented. That's or politically true. Conscious or politically really invested in what's going on became aware or conscious that if they that's didn't think point. they did, they really do. Yeah, that's a good point. You start really seeing the everyday impacts of what's going down. You yeah. Even if you got lost in the sauce of fake news, yeah. you <laughs> realize that hey, what's man. going on impacts you one way or another. That's very true. Well, listen, man, God bless you and your family, man. Y'all stay warm. Appreciate and if you need us, man, you know how to get up with us, okay? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, love you, man. As well, man. Love you as well, man. Appreciate the support and engagement. Definitely, yeah, man. love you, man. Keep up the good work, y'all. That was my boy, the Conscious Lee, man. Awesome young man. Awesome young man. Awesome, awesome, awesome young man. Let's play a quick commercial and we'll be right back. Hey, now, if you'd like to donate today to the Dr. Walter Sims Show, please donate at Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Yes, that's Cash App, dollar sign, W-A-L-T-E-R-H. S-I-M-S. That's Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Hey, welcome back, everybody. That was awesome, wasn't it? That just, that just blessed my heart. That blessed my heart. I'm not going to hold you much longer. I got a few more things I want to talk about, but... Hey, what's up? Good afternoon, Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, Replay viewers, and Mama. This is the afternoon version of the Dr. Sam's Daily Show. That I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. That young man is, like, totally awesome. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Let's look at some things that make you shake your head for a moment. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The woman who sprayed her hair with Gorilla Glue debuts a new look after surgery. That plastic surgeon hooked her up she's able to run her fingers through her hair she says she regrets cutting off a ponytail and and isn't that a lesson to a lot of us you know when we we get when we hit a hard spot we 
kind of overreact. You know what I'm saying? And just praise the Lord the, that the glue is gone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Good afternoon, uh, everybody. Somebody needs to hear this today. The young lady that put the Gorilla Glue, the spray adhesive in her hair, a plastic surgeon in California reached out to her and said, listen, I'll take care of you free of charge. She's able to run her fingers through her hair. But before this happened, she cut off a ponytail to, to help mitigate the, the situation. But isn't that like a lot of us sometimes, before we kind of find a solution, we'll reach for any solution. But somebody needs to hear this today. Be careful. Temporary solutions a lot of times have lasting effects. Okay? So be careful. But praise the Lord, Texaco Brown is able to play in her hair again. And maybe she'll be a little bit more careful next time she needs some type of uh, binding material. <laughs> Amen. Um, I got a couple of pennies. I got a couple of cents. I got something I want to say in my two cents segment. Fauci says the United States may not have enough COVID-19 vaccines for everybody until June later than planned. In the meantime, wear your mask, socially distance, um, boost your immune system, drink plenty of vitamin C, get some vitamin D, and just take care of yourself. Eat better, um, boost your immune system. In the meantime, and I don't know how you feel about vaccines or whatever, but just, uh, and we're going to pray. And we're going to do our part in the meantime, all right? So that's just my two cents. Two cents, boost up your immune system. Earlier today, the Trump era in Atlantic City ended with 3,000 sticks of dynamite. They blew up uh, the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. We worked so hard to build our brand. Um, consciously touched on it a little bit. We worked so hard, so long to build a brand, and it can be gone in moments. Mind what you do. Mind how you carry yourself. Mind how you're doing whatever it is that you do because a good name is priceless. Uh, he's about to be side-swiped with a whole lot of lawsuits. And one of the members of Congress is already hitting with one, him and uh, Rudy Guglielmi. It's definitely not over. I know they're celebrating the, his acquittal. It's not over yet. But the takeaway for you and I is we work so hard building whatever it is we're building. And in a matter of moments, it can be gone just like that. So watch yourself. Mind what it is that you do. Because people remember what you say and what you do, especially in this social media society. If you say something, if you post something, if you do something, if it's caught on tape, if it's caught on video, if you if a picture is taken and it gets on the internet, whoo, it's there for it's there, you know? Um, so be careful. Alright, what's up? One person can make a difference. The consciously 
has a wide social media net. My net is 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 growing. Find your lane as quick as you can because God has a set amount of people set aside just for you. Okay? And you get where you need to be as soon as you can because you are assigned to a certain amount of people that you can make a difference in their lives. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to mention this during my interview with the with George, Brother George Lee. Everything that we do has a ripple effect. When you touch somebody's life, you don't know how that's going to impact them on down the line. And those young men and women, those ninth and 10th graders that he's touching their life and giving them those life skills and survival skills and teaching them about English. 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now, they're going to look back and say, you know what? He invested in me. And my life was changed because the conscious and I met. And I hope that something I say or do is impacting your life. You feel what I'm saying? And so one person can make a difference. Yes, we can. Look at what President Donald Trump has done. Look at what President Biden has done. He has the highest initial approval rating of any president in history. His, his approval rating is off the charts. And that's more or less because he's normal. He's political. He's presidential. Okay? So, this is your prescription. Are you doing what you've been called to do? Are you walking in your purpose every day? Are you being accountable? If not, if you need some help, get some help. And remember, if you need a life coach and if you're a business owner, Business owners, remember, personal development is a business. And when you invest in yourself with me, hey, Jeremiah, when you invest in yourself with me, that's a business expense. All right, Women. Somebody needs to hear this today. Women, the most attractive thing to a man is a woman who keeps a clean house. Y'all may not put much stock into that. But just like you like us to declutter, just like you like us to look good and smell good and be clean and put down the toilet seat and wipe it, don't pee on the toilet seat. Women, the most attractive thing to a man is a woman who keeps a clean house. What did Big Mom say? Big Mama would run you up one side and one down the other. If you are a young woman and you can't keep a clean house, Big Mama tell you quick, don't no man want no messy woman. Talk, talk to Big Mama. Talk to your grandmama. Grandmama kept plastic on that furniture. Don't sit. Don't sit on my couch. That living room, man, that living room was spotless. Now, in other areas of the house, clean too. Clean up your room. Clean up that bathroom. Clean up that kitchen. Clean, clean, clean. Pine solid coming. <laughs> Women, the most attractive thing to a man is a woman who keeps a clean house. Cleanliness, while this is not in the Bible, it's still worth being said right now. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Woo! <laughs> uh, listen, guys. Listen, 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 listen. Coaches have two issues. Affordability and accessibility. Right now, 
for a limited time for $147 a month, you can get five things. And I know this is a, these are challenging times. And so that's why I have designed for you to have a little bit more of me at an affordable price. Your investment is only $147. You're going to get five things. I'm working on the six things, a bonus that you're going to get. You're going to get a free ebook, Walk on Purpose, Go Rich. You're going to get a Living Motivated, Get Your Notebook Journal. You're going to get a weekly motivation email that include a video audio from me. You'll get a monthly, a seat in my monthly mastermind, which we'll teach next Tuesday, 10 a.m. Eastern. We'll be in my private group, and we're talking about the false indications of success. You'll get a monthly, uh, and you're also going to get a monthly Zoom call from me, a VIP call. So that's worth the subscription in itself. Amen. So you're going to get all of this in a nice bundle, and you'll be part of the motivation zone. Amen. We'll play a quick commercial, and we'll be right back. Hey now, if you'd like to donate today to the Dr. Walter Sims Show, please donate at Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Yes, that's Cash App, dollar sign, W-A-L-T-E-R-H-S-I-M-S. That's Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Remember, let's pray for Texas.